Is Rick always late? So is that a running theme of this show? I guess so. <laughs> Richard. Do what we do. Just shame him. I'll shame him for you. <laughs> yeah. It's like he, he saw the let's roll. <laughs> Where did he see a let's roll? That was on Facebook. I didn't see the uh, Skype. I didn't see the Skype until uh, I turned I turned that part on. So it's good you messaged it in uh, Facebook, so I wouldn't even notice the Skype. I did. It doesn't pop up or anything. Gotcha. I, I said, yes, Brian, this is me, and I am ready. I believe yes. that was the message. It was yeah. something very similar. I read it, yeah. It was very similar. New Skype, who dis? <laughs> who dis? Oh, there's the last roll. See, as a professional, I turned off my phone, so I didn't know any of these antics were going on. <laughs> the most professional. We run We run a very tight ship on the uh, Dead Zone, the podcast. I know. I listen. <laughs> Just turn Save it. Back it. Save it for the podcast. Turn See, it, it's, it's funny because mm. Rob thinks that this isn't making it in for some reason. <laughs> uh, are you already recording? <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Did, I've got um, say that. my recording software. For one, uh, the audio thing that I've got records automatically, like as soon as I start a call. Oh, and, nice. And then I am trying out the Skype one. We'll see how well that yeah. goes. Nice. So, so all of us just making fun of Rick for being late. It's it's going to be in the show. Probably. Excellent. Excellent. Because again, I'm I'm kind of lazy when it comes to editing things. <laughs> you just take the whole file and put it up. Well, he, he we, we tore him a new one on countercharge when we uh, were at Adepticon. Yeah. It was a uh, no holds barred uh, deconstruction of Young Richard. <laughs> that episode finally that when you, aired. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, did. Is it that was when you uh, really really put your all into uh, promoting a show that you never mentioned the name of, Jack? Is that the one? I'm still not going to live that down, am I? <laughs> okay, 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 I'm here. Sorry, guys. There he is. <laughs> now we can actually start the show. Yeah, exactly. Little did Brian Rick know. Started. <laughs> it's yeah. already started. I'm going to say, this is Brian. He's already hit record. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. That's me. All right. So what's going on, guys? Nothing. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Just hang show. <laughs> Speaking of the show, you're on Dead Zone, the podcast. Oh, is that how this works? I'm Brian. Yeah, it's pretty much how it's worked for, what, four years? And that's Rick. <laughs> and I'm Jack. I'm Rick. Hey, look, I'm Rob. It's, it's, just, it's this thing. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi table top.
it's it's how we intro the show, i.e. poorly. But yeah. <laughs> but it's us. But it's us. That's how it works. So, I didn't uh, get uh, I didn't get anything that uh, usually Rob you send along a uh, package that has the uh, the yeah the agenda yeah. And yeah. The agenda oh, the yeah. time and stuff I I didn't get one this time but uh... Jack I, I even wrote your jokes usually and no nope, not this time <laughs> <clears throat> yes there is the one uh, my favorite one that you sent was oh edit that out too what edit that out too <laughs> you you so, let Jack loose now you're in trouble. So here's the deal. What? We've been (laughs) doing this for, Brian and I have been doing this for what, four years? Yeah. Is that what it is? Or like September will be four years? Yeah, September will be four years. But you two made this literally 10 years ago. Yeah, it's it's a long time. (laughs) The distant past of 2013. <laughs> Before the uh, actual Dead Zone came out. We, when the Kickstarter was just came on, that's when we started the show. No, fine. So I know it's been talked about before, but how did... Why a podcast? Uh, was YouTube around? I guess it was. <laughs> <laughs> the distant past of 2013. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know why we, I, why a podcast. I think probably I'd been listening to podcasts. I guess and it was easy. Okay, I guess audio. We were uh, we were doing audio plays before that. That's right. So audio was probably a thing for us. <laughs> was that because that yeah. was uh, old Vinland Radio? Vinland yep. Old Time Radio. Vin- yeah, Vinland Old Time Radio. Now available on YouTube. Also, if you look that up, <laughs> you watch all the old shows. Well, you don't watch them. You hear them, I guess. <laughs> well, you you can, watch them in your head. You can watch them. It's just a blank screen with audio, right? Yeah, it's just a, yeah, just a picture. <laughs> and Jack, how did he convince you to do a Dead Zone the podcast? Well, I believe we were having, you know, our lives had changed to the point where doing the radio plays was getting too too difficult. And I think Rob just one day said, hey, I need to do something and I know what character to bring on board. Um, so he gave me a call and said, which of these factions would you want to have? And I looked at the pictures and I said, oh, these ones little did I know that it was the Kickstarter for dead zone. And after, I don't know the first terrible, terrible episode we did, we didn't know <laughs> for having done pretty quality audio plays. We really blew it on, the, on that first episode. Well, we tried to go off the cuff. That was the problem. I think that ah. the time. We were, we were good for scripted stuff, but when we were off the cuff, we were... Well, and Jack sprung on me the idea that he was going to interview me, and I didn't know that. So that was a little uh, odd. I've been a lovable scamp since day one. Pretty much. Fair time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was the humble beginnings. And the the play stuff or the the radio play stuff uh, really kind of factored in for some later episodes that you guys did uh, with the the containment protocols and ghosts of the past. Um, what was what was the there's a third series. I don't know if we did that. Do we ever do the third series? I don't think we did. We, we were going to, and then we were like, ah. it was a lot of diminishing returns. It was a lot of work, and it, it, we yeah. got burned out. <laughs> You, yeah, you can I, you can tell it shows like it, it is 
really fascinating. Those those episodes are up on on the YouTube channel yeah. as well. Uh, so go check them out if you if you have not uh, listened to those radio plays of of some dead zone stories. It's pretty great. I, I would say that those were some of the best. The other stuff, you know, hearing old news and stuff like yeah. that. We we were a, a pretty factual like. What was that, happening that at stuff. that moment? <laughs> the yeah. Kickstarter yeah. is ongoing. The, uh... Yeah, that <laughs> won't that won't uh, fascinate too or many people. Or, or talking about getting rules in in V one wrong, or you know. <laughs> Yeah, our involvement in the version two or in uh, one point five or whatever it was. Oot break. Oot break. But um, the 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 actual book audio plays we did, I think, still stand up. And we had one of the authors did message us and say, "Hey, thank you. You did did my work justice," or something very similar. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's high praise." And we actually got permission yep. from. That was when we first got really talk to like uh people from mantic we got permission to do them too so that was the first real contact like we had talked to pat obviously before then but uh yeah he was he was more just a contact guy that was supposed to tell us information but he never knew anything so (laughs) (laughs) we just then we became friends that's why because uh he knew as much about uh what was coming out as we did so it just worked out So, for, I mean, for me, you guys were an integral part of me playing Dead Zone. Because, like, well, I sad. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it was. I think I was co- coach over at Seven Family Gamer Seven 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 was the first like bat rep I watched. Oh, I'm he's not. He's not allowed out. to be mentioned on this show. I, Dead I think Zone. That's a, we're not I, allowed to talk about that, him. I, no, we're allowed oh. to talk about him. I guess the the thing is like. That uh, there's this weird uh, uh, ceasefire stalemate thing where uh, <laughs> he he's upset that we haven't invited him onto the show, but I get the feeling that he will refuse if we offer <laughs> him an invite to well, the show. Well, yeah. if you read your small print in the contract you signed when you took over, it's you're not allowed to have Coach on the show. That's ah. he's, he's oh. allowed to be on on other shows. Like he could be on the Warzone show, I guess, because it's not technically <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> it's true. But he can't be on the official numbered deads on the podcast. It's a it's a no no. It all come crashing down when that happens. It's the Armageddon. Yeah, we don't need Armageddon. <laughs> plus, but yeah, plus, for me it was like that's how it started though. I mean, it was the bat rep from him, and then Tyler Schultz on Dreadpath was bat reps. But like, I'm not a big bat rep person. Where watching them like really yeah. helps me at all. So that's where I found you guys. And yeah, that's another, that's another reason to start the show was because there was no podcast about the show or about the game. Yeah. And we're like, well, I guess we have to start it. And then <laughs> afterwards, there was a bunch of podcasts about the game. We were like, yeah, why are we bothering? To- <laughs> 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 it's kind of the way it worked. <laughs> but but if we take stock of how many of those podcasts are still around. Some Probably lasted. <laughs> some some lasted maybe five or six episodes like that. Some of those are long running yeah. compared to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the only only Mantic one before us, I think, was Countercharge, and obviously they've been going for thousands of episodes. So those guys yeah. are real courses. But uh, yeah, six six hundred odd episodes. Yeah, I think for them. But they they are they churn out episodes like. Yeah. We also, Frequently. the way we numbered them, too, we didn't number all the team building exercise or all the other things. Right. It was all 
like our numbering is not exactly correct. So right, we like, probably did between the two of us. I'm sure we're in the 300s now. Yeah, because we we've like this is episode 145 of the official numbering calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we've we've had a lot of 0. 0.5, 0. 0.75. Yeah, exactly. There's a 0. 0.33 in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The solo episode. Yeah. Well, I, early solo, on, I think episode the three or four was my solo episode. It was <laughs> it was just me ranting. <laughs> yes, yes, there there was that one. Yeah. <laughs> we real, quickly realized uh, let's not do solo episodes. Rob Rob can't contain himself. He gets mad. <laughs> Well, I mean, ours wasn't supposed to be a solo episode. Yeah, there there was technically another voice that I was listening was. to and responding to. It's just no one else could hear it. And you yeah. and you it posted was. it too. You posted, I posted it. it. I listened. Yes. <laughs> you and Beetle are the only two that listened to that one. <laughs> and he because and he, I thought it. I thought I it was know. some object to art uh, kind of like Dadaism going on. I'm like, I'm, I'm digging this. I love this. I think you should have just, I still think you should have just re-recorded all the lines and like had a guest person to play the other person and just, or maybe a robot voice. You get like Google to say all the words for you. <laughs> well, it's, it's like in, uh, I think our last episode, uh, we, we kept saying the Ron year for like what no, yeah. year? Cause it'll be, this is like the end of the third year. Uh, yeah. Like full years, starting the fourth year kind of thing. So it's just like. It seems I, longer than I, that. I, I redubbed. Because uh, this was definitely before the the event. So that was 2020. This what, was 2019 you took over? Or was it? Yeah, it must have been 2019, it, right? It, yeah, it was 2019 because <laughs> we were. If it was 2020, we would not have been no, meeting we each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In the so middle it must have been 2019. At least yeah, 2019. Yeah. If, yeah. So math so is that, hard, guys. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Math is stupid hard. <laughs> if only there was some way we could verify I think this is going to be the end of your fourth year in October. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> or God. Whatever, that, September. Makes this... that would make it's more still... sense since we took over at episode 100. So math should be easy for this part because 48 <laughs> should be four full yeah. years. I think we were yeah. saying like the fifth year, uh, and then I had to redub everything. <laughs> yep. Well, just now you said the end of the third year. I'm like, no, yeah. it's the end of the fourth year. So, so I'm, I'm, you guys are now you're cutting yourself short. You're like, yep. no, it's not five years. It's only three years. No, it's four years. <laughs> it's it's so, been a, it's, a crazy time for sure. This is the eleventh. Uh, uh, anniversary then <laughs> 2013 so no seven, and it was it was around this years, time too yeah because i remember it was the summer plus four years it wasn't seven years for us i don't, I don't think well i think it was 2013 it started anyways so that was 10 years ago yeah but it was the summer of <laughs> summer of 2013 six, what six what years a, for you guys if it went to yeah. 2019 and then yeah, yeah math math but yeah, I think another reason we started the podcast is when we were doing the Vinland Old Time Radio, we were drinking way too much, and I think our livers needed a break, and we only drank a little bit on the Deaths on the Podcast, not as much as the other shows. So <laughs> that makes sense. That also explains why we can't remember what year it is. So yeah, yeah, brain damage. And I, uh, yeah, and I'm a, a little off the chain uh, t- today because uh, much, much like when we were on Counter Charge, uh, Brian. Uh, 
I, I, I miss uh, podcasting and I miss uh, the spotlight and I miss performing. So, um, you know, I don't do it anymore. So maybe I just uh, go a little hard sometimes. <laughs> it's true. We do have your, uh, your, your twin Jock, Jock, uh, on, uh, Dragon's Tome. Not, not Jack. It's his twin brother. Uh, uh, on what? Oh, it's a show we do with your twin brother, Jack. It's called Dragon's Tome. See, I've mm. said the name twice. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I forgot. I'm on a show called The Dragon's Tome. That, uh... No, that's your twin brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kayfabe now. Come on. There's, so, uh, there's two things welcome. that Rob told me. He said, make sure this time to uh, mention The Dragon's Tome, slide it in there somewhere. And I think I have. And the other is when someone's joke bombs, I'm supposed to sarcastically say crickets. Well, you did that before. You'd always do that. So that's just you. That's just me. Crickets. <laughs> 9 30, 2019 was your guys' last episode. Yeah, I knew it was. Uh, I remember that episode because uh, we had to go to Michigan to get. <laughs> Yep. A bunch of stuff from Jeff Burbage because yeah. I left my camera and like all this stuff in his trunk <laughs> from coming back from uh, Depticon, I guess. No, what was it? Is it Depticon? Jeez, was it there yes. that long? Yes. Yeah. It, it took us been. six months to get our stuff back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was we left. No, we left our stuff at Michigan in the trunk. We had to go. We went yes. and played up up in uh, dread uh, some dread ball with him in. Uh, where was it? I don't know where it was. Jack, do you remember? I believe it was Hamilton. Was it uh, Black Knight Games or was it something else? I forget. Yeah, it might have been. But anyways, that's right. We left it in after that. That's when we uh, saw Jeff. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> point was we were in Michigan for yep. the final show. And I don't know. On the It, it happened like spontaneously, too. We we're like, yeah, this is going to be our last show. Oh, and you're t- you guys are taking it over. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of out of the blue. It was kind of funny. And I, yeah. I, I can't remember. I think it was you, me and you, Rick, right? Yeah. You were there. Ryan wasn't. And we, was. Ryan comes in and we're like, oh, by the way, you're now doing a show. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then it was we, uh, spur we, of the moment. Yep. <laughs> then there was the slamming of uh, car doors, the squealing of tires, and we were gone. <laughs> After crossing the border. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I still do enjoy the first, uh, what was it, 101, where we, we pretended it was all a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was the best. <laughs> Good times. Hey there, I'm Brian. This is Blaine. You are listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. Keep listening for more excellent material from these two amazing men. Blaine out. But so, so, so you guys obviously have been with Dead Zone in general for quite a long time then as well. Uh, and I was kind of curious, uh, and this actually is going to go out to to Rick as well. Uh, <laughs> was uh, you know what is you know of of all the units that have been through Dead Zone, what has been your favorite Dead Zone unit? 
whether that's the the model that you just love or is it's the stat line uh what what is your favorite dead zone me i'll rick is, is scratching his head wow. so i'll kick it over to rob <laughs> Well, as everybody knows, Jack and I are big min-maxers, so it's all about <laughs> stat lines for us. <laughs> uh, but for stats, obviously, it's the Kalishi. But uh, as for models, it's uh, Stage 1A. He is the Plague Lord, as we always knew him as. He was introduced us to us as the Plague Lord. That original model is still amazing. Like, it is still the best model they make. They, they've updated it now, and it's, it's fine. But the original one's still so good. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite still. It, it, what you jack it really is iconic it is it's on my shirt if you guys were doing a video podcast you'd see it <laughs> do, we, do we all oh, have our, our dead zones on. podcast i was saying if the camera is on you see that we have our swag on look at look at that yeah. oh there it is <laughs> but uh that's not good for an audio podcast and jack's already discussed that he's only wearing moss so that is true but I can dance like a belly dancer if you want. So how about we keep it to your dead zone mile? That you're <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, we were just at Adepticon, and I played in the tournament as the ringer, and I brought Asterians for the first time really playing them, and I uh, thoroughly enjoyed the Black Talon mm-hmm. as a playing. I, I really like them. Yeah. Black the- Talons. They are a cool mini. And they they don't look too shabby either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll I'll say that the the Black Talon, the Asterian Black Talon. Wow, that's a that's a big difference from what you used to think, Jack. You used to be a plague man all the way. You were a plague man. You live and die by the plague. Look what's happened that, to you. That is true. But as we grow, we mature, we uh, our tastes change. And, um, you know, I used to drink rot gut uh, from uh, – I used to have to look and make sure there's no change in the bottom of my drinks. Now I'm uh, drinking the finest of uh, elderberry wine. <laughs> elderberry <laughs> wine. <laughs> I would have to say the plague aberration. Aberration, yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I think I've painted 12 of them. Jeez. You and, did, because and, you used them uh, when you were running your uh, Adepticon uh, yeah. tournaments. I had the one that had a plague aberration in every table. Yep. Oh, uh, that's fun. <laughs> and you had some really fun paint schemes for them, too, because you had a Venom, you had I a had Carnage. Venom, I had Carnage. I had a green one. After a while, you get a little bored with what you're doing, right? You have to yeah. mix it yeah. up. I had one punching. Yep. Rather, rather than the gorilla pose, you had one. Yeah. Punching, punching out. out. Yep. But yeah, I think I think overall, it's the plague aberration is one of my favorite models, uh, even from a unit standpoint. Like, I know there's a lot, ton of people that don't like rampage. I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's a fun time. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those models that. When it gets to you, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, and and if you can squeeze two into a list, then you're uh, screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Brian? So I I'd, I'd be remiss if uh, don't say it. He's gonna say it. Don't no. say it. Rebel Strider. <laughs> Strider, Rebel Strider, Rebel Strider's not even yeah. the best Strider. No, it, it really isn't. <laughs> but no, I, it, it's 
it's that combination of woo go rebs and yeah he the, said it the strider is of course he did is such a cool mech design that uh is. It, it it's uh and and we've We've all had fun really kind of kidding out yep. Striders because uh, you guys did, was it Mech Zone uh, yep. a couple of times? And, and there were some really, like, seeing the the Striders that were made for Mech Zone inspired me to do all the Gundam ones that I've done since. Um, so, like, that that was always a really cool aspect of just how creative you can be with this one model kit. Um that said, it's, uh, from a stat standpoint, uh, sometimes they struggle. <laughs> you could at least a uh, rebel sniper or something. They're actually useful. <laughs> I think they str- they struggle less if you get them off the top of buildings. That's what I hear. That's what, what <laughs> Rick that's, would say. That's where they have to stand so that everyone in the room can see them. That's oh. that's the reason but, they're there. <laughs> Well, as a bullet magnet, that's probably a good idea. Then everybody just keeps shooting at them, and you can do other things. But <laughs> not if they get one shot. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's that's dead zone for you. One shotting yeah. is a is a definite possibility. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very I nice. did just pick up the uh, the uh, Juggernaut and the uh, Stra- uh, Spectra. Mm. So as Mexico, they're pretty like, awesome. The Spectra is awesome, and the Juggernaut is really cool. Joe Knight's cool looking. I don't know what the stat wise, but he's he looks cool. So he's all right. He's better in firefight than he is in dead zone. Yeah, I think most of the vehicles in those big things are better in firefight. So yeah, yeah a little bit. But that's that also kind of makes sense because they have a bit more uh, like built in inherent utility, right? Because so yeah, many yeah. of them are are big anti armor things, like like a Strider's Polaris cannon. You know, eight was it AP four. Like the only the only thing that m- makes sense shooting is something that has four armor, and there's only one yeah. model in the, in all of Dead Zone that has four armor. Um, whereas in Firefight, a lot more mixed arms, uh, a lot more armored units and stuff like that too, where armor piercing really comes into play at those higher levels. Yeah. And you can also spam them out too, which is nice to get a bunch mm-hmm. of them on the board. Yeah. We, uh, Pat and I were, uh, playing with the idea of doing, uh, Warpath, the original Warpath with, uh, 15 millimeter scale, right? <laughs> I th- is it 15? It might be even smaller than that. It might be six <laughs> even. But it, you, oh, wow. you don't, you haven't lived until you've seen little baby striders running around. It is the cutest oh, thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully in the future we get uh, with the vault, we get uh, some of that stuff. We can, yeah. we can officially yeah. print this stuff. That'd be pretty cool to get Striders on the vault. Mm. Yeah. We were doing uh, – it was still somewhat official. We were had, like Pat's obviously works for Mantic, so yeah. we were getting these things to try out to see what it was like. But I was, I was also printing them on a my old printer, the FDM printer, which didn't work as well. Now I got a nice resin one. It might want to revisit those, but they're still cute as hell. Not all the models were available at the time either, so. Right. Yeah. I, but the Striders speaking, were damn cute. Speaking of the Mantic Vault, uh, is that uh, a huge, huge price per uh, what you get? It is ridiculous how good a deal that is. That, yeah, it really for, is. Well, obviously, we've paid, what, two months now? I've paid since yep. the beginning. 
and it's been like what 10 bucks 20 like 20 bucks i think total i've printed a full basilean fleet that i've turned into a ghost <laughs> fleet that would have cost 200 dollars at least like to Easily. buy that fleet yeah yeah. With the XL ship itself, it's like a hundred bucks. So you're like, it's expensive. It's like eighty bucks or something stupid. Mm-hmm. So, well, even even if you boil it down to just what they have released on the two months and the and the welcome pack, the welcome pack from a dead zone standpoint, for what you're paying, you've got far more models than what we paid for when we bought them. Yeah. Yeah. The the like, all the a lot of Veerman models uh, were in the latest the latest run, uh, inc- yep. including the the Volt Chasers, which were a Star Saga uh, series. And so mm-hmm. you know, seeing seeing new life uh, come from that, and and hopefully we see more of those Star Saga minis kind of coming. Uh, which hey, you know, you know, it was kind of the second uh, or one of the Star Saga sets was the Devil's Betrayal. And, and who was in the Devil's Betrayal? <laughs> the uh, Rebs. <laughs> who? Man, they were technically yes. Rebs, were they? They're kind of like mercenaries. But uh, yeah, hopefully a lot more of those kind of models. But mm-hmm. right now, they're really focusing on Armada and Kings of War, which is fine. But yeah. I can't oh, wait yeah. till we get some more sci-fi stuff. Like mm-hmm. even some of the vehicle kits or stuff, or even uh, add-ons to that stuff. Like I know a lot of it is arm add-ons for for different units so you don't have to yeah. they don't have to print up like weird or like sell weird kits that if you want yeah. 20 of a certain thing or something or so it's that's why like so far it's been fun but it's yeah it's crazy value it sounds like a commercial like it sounds like we're shills romantic <laughs> and everybody knows that jack and i were never shills like we're definitely no no we were we no, uh, were anti shills no. if anything <laughs> but uh, the, yeah, uh, you can't deny the value you yeah, get with the bolt it, yeah it's amazing plain and simple Mm-hmm. I, I won't say that I knew about this vault coming for quite a while, but uh, uh, when I heard about it, I was like, wow, this is going to be big. And then they were like, oh, maybe we'll do this or that. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Like one, they, they were, At the time, they were talking about like one or two models a month, you know, like something right. small. Yeah. Instead, they went crazy. <laughs> yeah. so, we're good yeah. with crazy. We like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yes. Can't, I can't complain about crazy. The, that's for sure. the new crazy box are, is the Mantic Vault. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I can't, I, I can't imagine that there's not going to be hundreds of plague beast lifts next month yeah mm-hmm. and mobby lifts. Mobbies. Mobbies. i can't wait to mobbies you can never get enough yes. mobbies and it's it's great especially ones without bombs on their backs we always right. had a modifier mobbies <laughs> back in the day yep plague dogs would be nice the the stl market by you know is is pretty pretty jam-packed right now like there's there's it's a it's stiff competition if mantic had done this maybe two years ago they would have had like it would have been exploding but you know what the other option is if you don't get in at the at the beginning make a splash when you do and because <laughs> armada <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, good, good one jack <laughs> That was a yeah, script. You know, joke. Rob writes my jokes, so you have yeah. to say. That's why it wasn't that funny. But uh, I also would never have, never, ever would have bought the companion app. Never. I would have done. I've been like, I don't need this. But they got me. They made it so that that, that package deal was like so irresistible. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll get them both. Hey, yep. And and yeah. yeah, and you do. You know, they kind of they they work in tandem, especially if you're an Armada player and you're printing off your ships. Yeah. 
the companion app is kind of the only place right now, unless Easy Army is still up, but I don't know if no, it's it updated. I don't think it is. Um, no. Uh, then otherwise the companion is the only place you can really go to uh, get the cards for uh, any digitally bought ships. Yep. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, like they said though, that the formatting on the, on the app isn't the best. And like, you know, we're not fans of the app particularly, but it's better than nothing, I guess. And yeah. it's official, which is nice. So yeah. at least yeah. it's updated. I mean, it's kind of grown on me because I'm able to quickly look at rules now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not still sold on the way they have their army list system that, build up. That's the way Jack was always. He looked. He liked the old. What was it? Yeah. Which one did you like, Jack? I, I liked Easy Army. Easy Army. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. But formatting aside, like there's plenty of of complaints that I had. Yep. Again, counter charge. If you want to. Uh, Listen to uh, Brian and I have this discussion. <laughs> um, um, I I had my I started a new segment, the uh, counter charge counterpoint, and I debated <laughs> Rob Fanuf, um in a when you can fire... get a word in edgewise. You debated <laughs> Rob <Fanuff. laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I voiced my I aired my grievances about the app, but when it comes right down to it, it's an official app, and it's yep. it's it's better than what a lot of games get. From bigger companies too, so yeah, yeah. Well, like I was using side it by made... sides. Sorry. Side by side, if you compare the companion app to Games Workshop's app that they have right now, the companion is actually better. But I'm not surprised. But <laughs> it's I'm sure sad. GW will just steal everything from it anyways, and their new app will look exact same. And then they'll be like, <laughs> "Look at this brand new thing nobody's ever done before." Right. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is uh, when I was doing my ships, I to know what size base they go on, I was like, oh, how the hell am I going to figure that out? So I actually went on the app and looked at all the all the size of the ships. And I was like, oh, it's so easy. Yep. Yeah. Like it was easy to find that stuff. So that's nice. But uh, that was how I built my. So I printed off my dwarves and I couldn't after I put them on there and I printed off and they were all set. I was like, which ship is which? Yeah, exactly. So I pulled up the app and I just clicked on it. I'm like, okay, that picture matches. This is that shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, cause especially with Vaselians, a lot of them look similar. Like, the yeah. new ships yeah. are unique. <laughs> so. so it's always the what's on the front of the ship. <laughs> it's usually the, the distincting, uh, distinguishing yeah. part. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, when I was printing that XL ship, though, I was like, there's no way this is correct scale. It is huge. I'm like, no, it's they're, they're just huge. I have uh, the Twilight King uh, fleets, yeah. but they don't have an XL ship. So I never knew how big those things were. I was uh, like, there's no way this is the right. And then I got the uh, got the actual measurements for the base. And I was like, oh, wow, this actually fits on it. And this is the size of it. It is gigantic. I can see why it's that much money now for a resin yeah. ship. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. But now you yeah, have I actually to... just built my Salamander XL ship. And I was like. This thing's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Though you have salamanders too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got uh, from you know, purchased. And um, after after building them, I wish I would went with dwarves because the sales have been a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 That's... Yeah, I magnetized my first sales for sure, but. My printed ones, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to glue them on. If they break, I'll just print new ones. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
So, so we've been talking a little bit about the companion app, which marks a, a, a big change uh, for for Dead Zone and and the rest of these games. So I was curious with with third edition, obviously being another major step for uh, the the Dead Zone game. Uh, do you guys have a favorite part? Like, what what was something that was added in third edition that you're like this this was a really great step forward. Well, I think uh, at, uh, having all those hacker rules and all those uh, scenery that you can interact with, that's great in 3rd edition. Oh, wait, no, they forgot mm. to put them in the book. 2nd <laughs> edition, 2.5 is the edition to play. Don't play 3rd edition, people. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. That is also a fair answer. <laughs> I For think... me, it's the re-roll on the command dice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, I suppose so. Line of sight rules, I guess it's kind of a half better than what it was but it's not as good as bases don't matter but it's better than what it was that's for sure <laughs> that they have defined it a bit more where people were just sticking guns around corners and that that annoyed me the hell I, I, yeah yeah oh, it, it was a very gamey thing that like uh, yeah. more experienced players would use on somebody and it could it could really turn like, the experience for somebody yeah yeah, yeah so or or i'm going to aim from this point it's like well no that that's in a different square you're aiming from. That gun is sticking into a different cube. That's that can't be right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the it added gotcha moments to a game mm-hmm. that was supposed to be beer and pretzels friendly. Not friendly, but it should have <laughs> it, it was supposed to be uh, a simple, high action, high adventure, mm-hmm. and it turned into a gritty unpleasantness. <laughs> But, but I must say, I was I was making fun of third edition. But when I read the beta, I was like, "Wow, they haven't changed that much," and I'm happy because they didn't. They could have mm-hmm. definitely changed things for change's sake, and yeah. I'm glad yeah. they didn't do that. So that's I will I will say that at least when I first read it, I was I was pleasantly surprised because I expected to see some crazy stuff, and I've been like, "No, this isn't Dead Zone anymore." But it's still it's still Dead Zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack, do you actually like anything for third edition? Well, I will say that having just played in a tournament. Um, the the true line of sight uh, uh, Frankenstein that they've got now that's still not perfect. Um, everyone I played and everyone that I talked to, they just use what was basically the original rules <laughs> for line of sight. No one was getting Unless into the, argue over it. the yeah. silhouettes and the top of heads yep. and the, it, everyone was kind of like, yeah, okay, well that, that, that's the official, but like we're all, we're all here to, you know, if, the, if there's an argument, you could always go back to the official rules, but if you're just playing yeah. friendlies, yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. I had so, to make one or two, at least one, uh, but maybe two uh, line of sight rulings at the dead zone tournament. Oh, did you? Yeah, and, and but but like part were of those, it was were those like, from tables. Were those from tables near the top? <laughs> uh, they were a little closer that yeah, way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and 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 it was it was like really kind of discerning like what's the the mini and what's terrain uh, kind of blocking blocking things. Um, oh. So so was it uh, say more north of uh, Coach and that uh, lawyer having their shouting match, or a little south <laughs> of uh, Coach and that lawyer having a shouting match? Like I'm just trying to get my bearings. Uh, I 
I don't. Was it actually coaching that? What <laughs> thing to put Brian on the spot for? <laughs> I don't think they had a line of sight question for me. They had a couple movement ones uh, that there I had a... to clarify. I think it was after that because they were actually like round one. Uh, the two of them were paired up right um, off the bat. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, it, like ultimately. It's it's that thing where it's it's almost close enough to uh like the 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 old line of sight from second edition uh mm-hmm. where like the only difference is you're just not using the tips of guns anymore right yeah, like, exactly. like, yeah. yeah. it's the good but it's that's why I think it's good it's like yeah. just stay within a certain area yeah yeah so um yeah that that's definitely uh something I I like I will say one other uh, big improvement that that changed stat lines in a big way was the addition of HP uh, oh, for yeah, models. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that, fun. That really lets them play much yeah. more with size and, and toughness. Yeah, you Jack, know. Jack and I invented that in uh, our Unearthed Intel book. Yeah, we, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we pressed for that when we were on the rules committee uh, or, or when we were doing the play, the play testing. We were... From from years and years ago, it was that was one of our big things. Other than bases don't matter, mm-hmm. which they shouldn't. <laughs> we should be able to make scenic bases like in Kings of War with a little bit of shrubbery. And but anyways, um, <laughs> it, it was hey why this is a very odd system you've got here. It would be just so much simpler. And well, it, version it one was crazy. Everybody had one hit point or I think everybody had two hit points and it was just like, you could kill a stage one, a just as easy as you could kill anybody else. But it was, yeah, yeah that was crazy. Like <laughs> there was definitely a step up to having the size determined it. But then mm-hmm. once again, then you couldn't have a little tough little dwarf because he's, you know, then you small. started handing out things like tough, and yeah. you know armor and it, it yeah, there was yeah. a little creep power creep uh going wow. on there and there's always power creep there's always yeah, power creep that <laughs> uh, I, I remember when from version one to version two the whole thing was get rid of so many different abilities and like the abilities doubled like <laughs> that was not what <laughs> really they said did. we we ta- when we were at adepticon we were talking to ronnie and he said that's what he wanted he wanted all the Oh yeah, that's good. That's yeah, that's a, the right direction. And <laughs> then it came out. Exact and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so kind of with that, it kind of dovetails into the next question I had, which is, what is something from older editions, uh, whether that's first edition or something uh, from second edition, uh, or even any of the supplements, what would you like to see come back uh, in some some way that that would fit into third edition? Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. Not even a question. It's Overwatch. Yeah, you miss. I miss being able to set up ambushes and stuff. Yeah, uh, but what was what was the in first edition? Mm-hmm. Can't remember which plague could do it, but you could kill a model, move, kill a model, oh, move. Anybody yeah. could. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Could do what that. was that called again? It was doubling. You could any time you doubled your dice, you could. Uh, yeah. It's kind of oh, like dreadball. Like dreadball. Okay. Yeah. And you could, yeah, uh, yeah just you could rip, chain rip them. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome because it was very cinematic. You could get it like a uh, mob beast just chewing through a, a bunch of people. But if, uh, yeah, if he yeah, went into a fun. group, he could uh, like uh, lined up like checkers, just yep. one to the next to the next. Jump, jump, jump. Yeah. No, that was that was great. Yeah, doubling was always fun. It it did cause confusion because you had to like, okay, was that did I double there or not? But 
Yeah. There was tripling, too, I think, in some cases. But, uh, yeah. Jack, you always, what else in version one you liked? Uh, if the, the low hanging fruit, again, is bases didn't matter. If you were, yeah. if there was scatter train in the cube, anywhere in the cup, cube, didn't matter if it was in front of you or not. <laughs> because yeah. where you were wasn't a static, you weren't a statue, you were in there somewhere. That way, there was no argument whether it was a full model or not. Is there a, a three barrels in a line there, or is there a crate? Then you have you have cover. If not, yeah, that, yeah, literally, you'd have to be in a cube with nothing in it for you to get clear line of sight. Which was so, that's why it was so rare. It was like plus two dice or something. Like I think it still is. It still but, is plus two. Yeah. Yeah. But that was so hard because you'd never it would never happen because you'd never be out in the open. You'd always run from cover to cover to cover. Like that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. It was much more cin- cinematic. Version one was so much more cinematic. There were so many ways to like chain chain reactions or you know it was a lot more fun <laughs> yeah. like for that kind of thing. But not it doesn't work in a tournament because the, no, the, the, it was the not big, a tournament game. Yeah. The big swings yeah. someone would you know. Uh, there was cards in that version one where you do all this stuff and then the card would be like nope. <laughs> <laughs> You you can't do anything. It's like oh yeah, uh, you'd waste so many things, and then you just be like, sorry, negate everything you just did. Oh. <laughs> so that that would be the easy answer. Um, but if I were to something else that I would like to see come back, or something that I would like to, Rob took the good one. Overwatch is is sorely missing. Um, I, I don't know. So there's a lot more tactics I think in version one too where. You would set a bunch of guys in Overwatch, and then it'd be like, a, who's going to blink first and have to run for the objective or whatever? Because you got a bunch of guys shooting, and it was, yeah, as it is now. Jack always says it's it's just crashing guys into each other a lot. <laughs> it is, it is, it, it's been designed now so that you put model that you know the stat line of, and you put that against the model of the other stat line that you know, and there's nothing within a very tight margin of what the results are going to be maybe the dice don't go to your way but for the most part and it that makes a better tournament game for people who are tournament players they want to have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they want to have it down pat and a and wild you know wild lucky breaks or stuff stuff like that that can result in like game changing while fun at home people laugh and tell stories and yeah in a tournament uh you know that's why i don't like tournament games because that's exactly <laughs> all my favorite games are ones that are even if win or lose it's i always joke about the mobbies killing my uh killing my strider one time or i like there's so many yep. cinematic things that we used to have happen that was just like oh this is so fun and yeah it's still it's still obviously fun and but it's a quick fun game that's it's much more oriented towards tournaments now i think yeah so i didn't really give you an answer so i'll say bases <laughs> don't matter that's that's, that's, that's what you want to that, that's what you want to have come back <laughs> yep yeah that's a dax uh, answer for everything well <laughs> this whole solution it was so much easier just to have true line of sight and bases don't matter so you can shoot any part of the bottle but it, it, it you can have a bunch of fun on the base like yeah. a much easier solution than silhouettes and things like that but We've always uh, harped on that, and for some reason, they are so against that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, version 3 having to resize a bunch of models? That would have pain in the was. Jack, how many models did you have to rip off bases? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want the base that came with it, and I glued it on there, and all of a sudden, that's not yeah. the base. Yeah, but. yeah. 
Finally, uh, having the the size of the base included yeah. with the the stat line was definitely a step in the right direction. <laughs> but yeah, it, well, yes. obviously, it, once again, bases don't matter. You don't need that number. It doesn't <laughs> matter what bases on. You could be on a square base for all I care. If bases don't matter, <laughs> I, well, it's, it's I funny. still have a, a psychotroid. There you go, exactly. Sitting on my computer monitor. Dreadball base. Dreadball and it has been there for uh, <laughs> You can't bring your bring yourself to stick them back on a base just in case they change the base size again? <laughs> no, because I want to make cuz it was a really nice base. I took the time because it's a leader and I really and I want to 3D print something that really you know matches the what I had. But, you know, you tear a base off and maybe I'll be able to replace that, repair that one, give it to someone else. But for now, yeah. Well, maybe Psychotroid will be in the vault someday and you just print one up and you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. How about, well, how I, about I, you, Rick? I got the model. I just need I just need a base to put them on that kind of <laughs> yeah. works for Dread Zone. Or for, uh, <laughs> Dread Zone? Dread Zone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's when you have a Dead Zone in a Dread Ball pitch. Oh, that, Who, which is a lot of fun. Idea. Do that. Yeah. Who, what crazy, off-the-chain <laughs> wild boys would do that? How would you determine so, the cubes? <laughs> we, we we drew them on with Sharpie. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what you do. I remember we had a bunch of uh, MDF terrain. We just drew the cubes onto the MDF terrain. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Just be like, okay, this is three inches. Okay, there you go. Although it's not exactly three inches, I don't think. The actual cube size is not exact. It depends on which map you have. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. The original ones were, it was like, I don't know what the millimeters is, but it was a certain millimeters, which yeah. was close to three inches. So it was mm-hmm. like not quite the same. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah. How about, how about you, Rick? What was, it was the doubling. You, you doubling, missed the doubling? Yeah. yeah. Just the idea of being able to, yeah, <laughs> jump and attack and do things. It, it's, it was fun. I mean, and they kind of, they try to attempt to bring it back with, the Asterian's flat, but it's just not the same thing. No, same with there's a there's a GP, GCPS uh, guy who has Overwatch too, and it's not yep. the same thing. <laughs> no, it's, it's like no. the the game was like a a, a John Woo inspired uh, like a uh, a cinematic. Th- things went wild. It was in the first edition when you were able to double and triple and 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 do that kind of thing. It. it it was high flying action. <laughs> yeah, there was good. There was there was a lot of bad in version one, but there was a lot of good too. But like, oh, like yeah, the yeah. multiple oh. levels of being knocked down, that was annoying as hell. Oh yeah, <laughs> where you could be a, a pain. You could be prone. You could be. I can't remember all the other ones where it was just like, oh geez. Your anger yeah, levels would go up and ang- down. Yeah, you could go up higher in anger. Yep. So the plague were yeah, that's right. The plague uh, were enraged all the time. The, the cards, the dice are such a, a vast improvement. Uh, I don't know who Antic, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. thought of that to cha- change yeah. the cards to the dice. That person, hopefully they're still sitting upon a throne of gold uh, because that. Uh, I wouldn't t- throw too much, uh, <laughs> too much uh, praise. We don't know who did that. So, <laughs> well, if it, the, the, the virtue of, but the, it's deserved praise. Yeah. So I don't care. Who yeah, I, 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 I actually, I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if I actually know who it is. I wonder if it, it might've been Rob Berman or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Could have been. Or actually, actually, you know who it was? I get almost guaranteed it was, is, uh, who's the guy who did, uh, Hellboy, James Hewitt. Oh. I almost guarantee it was him. Now that I think about it. 
if yeah, you, you know who it was. Yes, that's right. Because he was From, uh, in at the beginning of version two. He was there, so I bet that was him. Needy Cat Games. He's that's now. Right. Yeah, you're right. You haven't done I, in a while. I, I won't I, I won't say that uh, you are one thousand percent right, but you're probably yeah, but ninety-nine. I, yeah, yeah. Alessio was somewhere in there too. Could have been Alessio Cavatori too. He was in. He was involved in a little bit for the beginning. So interesting. Yeah. So that's a walk down memory lane of version one. It's been a while since yeah. I thought about that. For, for well, the, the show is. We're, we're, <laughs> we're taking a stroll. Since since I got in at second edition. I think the thing I would I would like to see come back, and presumably hacking. it will. <laughs> hacking, it, hacking was mentioned, so that that got taken <laughs> off the table already. Uh, I was going to say narrative campaigns. Um, yes. Yeah. Because sure. I I feel like you know things like Nexus Psy and and the Infestation, uh, like those those narrative campaigns, uh, really set the tone for and the setting, right? They they really kind of uh told stories uh that are going on in this in this you know Warpath universe. I feel like yeah. I feel like with third edition we have had a lot of focus on the gameplay side of things, which mm-hmm. which is good. And 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 things like the the force book and, and everything like that kind of organizing uh everything a little bit better. Uh but so that that's where I'm like I really want that lore to come. A lot back. of the fluff is not been in. Like if you just came in in version three, there's a lot of fluff that is not there. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. like the, the old books had a lot more background. Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't have the Warpath source book or something like that now, like there's so much in there. Like it's just crazy. And, and so. even if, if you can get the first edition, uh, like all those books, like there's there's whole yeah, stories, had tons of information. stories about all the mercenaries. Uh, yeah. And yeah. everything like that, all a whole mess of uh, corporations and how they fit into the the universe. Yeah. So, uh, we we may not may or may not have been making a 4x uh, Warpath game, but that information <laughs> was so much in there. Like I went through every yeah. single found found every mention of every corporation. I was like, wow, there's a lot of corporations they mentioned. That's a problem with the GCPS is so generic. And then they have Maison, which is like, okay, that's one corporation. There's so many corporations that they could either expand as sub-factions. Right. I, I still say Maison should be a sub-faction GCPS. I don't understand why it's totally separate, but it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> a reorg, reorg of the army list could happen. but uh, Yeah. But, uh, okay. So I, I think with that, uh, we're going to keep things moving into our sponsored section of the show. <laughs> uh, Look at this. Sponsors, is... Jack. They sold out. Oh, how dare. <laughs> how do you sleep at night? Uh, how do you look I'm in the mirror every... every day? Hey, I'm Chopper. I'm Brian. And I'm Rob. From Mobile Armor Radio. And you are listening to Dead Zone, the podcast with Rick and Brian in the morning. Never heard of it. (laughs) I don't even know who those guys are. This Dead Zone, the podcast hobby table is sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain. 3D printer files for all your Mantic games. Just because we can, are we putting this on YouTube with the video? Uh, We can try. Are you still just going to do audio? Well, if it had video, I would have video the whole time. I would have my my shaggy face. We can just do it with audio.
<laughs> I thought this was live review. personally, but <laughs> yeah, no, not live. So, but, so uh, it's funny because I have been recording with Skype, so technically I probably yeah. have the video as well. But you probably do. Well, we'll see. But, uh, uh, we had a discussion before you showed up, Rick, actually. About yeah, if you were here on time, so you would have. If you were actually uh, here, you would have known. Well, yeah. you know. So uh, the Hobby Table is sponsored by Corvus <laughs> Games Terrain, uh, who, who makes some awesome uh, 3D uh, models for all sorts of sci-fi things, but with, with some extra love for Dead Zone um, and Firefights. Yep. And so definitely go check out their stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, for the hobby table itself, uh, you know, what have we all kind of been working on and uh, in, in the sci-fi realm? Uh, I don't know. I know. I know, Jack, you mentioned salamanders earlier, but do you have any of, of the Warpath stuff that's uh, been on your table? Is that, is that it for the ad? Like that? That was it. That quick, brief mention. Yeah. No. Does he pay like, you for this? I hope not. Not even like not. a. Hey Rob, have you ever heard of uh, Corvus Games? Well, I know I haven't, Jack. Please do tell. Oh well, uh, they make all kinds of uh, wonderful train. Um, Big deal. <laughs> no, that's, how, that's an ad. goes. That's the that you've now, ruined see, the Jack, sanctity of what could have been. Why do you think we had you guys on here? I yeah, didn't have anything to do ads about ads. 10 years. I, it was because we wanted an ad for Corvus Games. We, we wanted the free I, ads. <laughs> we used to do ads for Vin Little Time Radio. It was the best. We just we just riff until we get a funny ad. And man, there was some. There there's still things we quote to this day. <laughs> nice. That's right. That's right. Oh hello! I'm here from Corvus Games. <laughs> I'm a spooky ghost, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it is almost a Canada Day. <laughs> and scene. Uh, yeah, we, we recorded one where there's fireworks in the background, so we had to explain why there's fireworks. It's because it was Canada Day. Yeah. Oh, Ghost so anyways, Christmas about past. The, uh, about the, you do something called a gaming table or something? Hobby, Hobby table. table, Jack. Oh. <laughs> don't you watch the show, Jack? Uh, no, I don't. I only watch the war zone parts personally. Well, yeah. I keep waiting for uh, Schultzy and Tim to show up, but I don't know what's <laughs> like. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Uh, on my table, I do have. I did make that Spectra, and I did make that Juggernaut from Adepticon. I did 3D print a Subject 901 because mm-hmm. he's cool, and I wanted to print him. I don't think I have one, and he came out awesome. Like. I think he's even better than the model they produce. He's so much sharper. He yeah, he is. And, nine, uh, yeah, nine hundred one is uh, what I think a lot of people have actually been uh, printing off, or at least painting up. Uh, at yeah. least that's been posted online. So, and there's some pretty well, pretty stellar schemes going on there. Yeah, he is pretty cool. And and other than the Armada stuff, that's what I've been working on for Mantic. Otherwise, it's all BattleTech all the time for me. <laughs> Nice. Rob likes those stompy robots. Actually, and also uh, Heavy Gear Blitz. I've been building those mm-hmm. models. That's right. <laughs> and 3D printing a lot of... Uh, we have a sponsor on our Mobile Armor Radio. It's another show we do. It's on YouTube. Look it up. Brian might actually be a co-host on that one. Yes. Uh, we have a sponsor there. And uh, I've been printing is up it, a lot of his mechs. Is it Corvus Games? 
No, it's uh, somebody else. I won't mention him because he's not paying for it here. So. <laughs> but uh, I did print up. He does uh, Patreon and he does STLs. He did a mm-hmm. uh, dwarf mech. It's technically for 40k, like it's it was big. So I printed it at 45% scale, and he he's now my uh, iron ancestor. I was gonna I was going to paint up because he he looks nice. just like an iron ancestor. I mm-hmm. gave him a hammer and the and the twin barreled gun, so he looks pretty cool. And his hammer isn't on like a little post where he looks like he's uh trying to chip rocks off a uh, wall. He's actually got it so he can swing it to hurt people. So nice. That's what. There you go. That's what I've been working on. Jack? Jack? Are you still there? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, Were you buying stuff at Corvus Games? <laughs> I'm on uh, Corvus Games Terrain is the website, and it's uh, – I'm looking. Your location is set to Canada, shopping Canadian dollars. So that's very convenient. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, C-O-R-V-U-S Games Terrain. That'd be funny if it was the wrong place. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I love giving the wrong URLs. <laughs> Um, oh, I, so I haven't had my 3d printers going. I've got two resin printers and I, mm. uh, printed up a batch of stuff for Adepticon for Armada. We did mm-hmm. the, uh, I did this, that. And then when I left for Adepticon, I cleaned up my printers and I haven't been using them since I've kind of been trying to paint everything that I have purchased or <laughs> printed. An ambitious goal. You know, that, that would be an, in, for Jack. That's not so bad. He doesn't collect things. For me, that would be an impossibility. <laughs> Literally, I, I will never be. Able yeah, to not like ever going to happen. Yeah. No. Jack, he, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty conservative. He doesn't uh, print crazy stuff. I literally have like a shelf full of mechs that I'll never print. <laughs> I would. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, with Rob, I can see it, but I. I is, I, I, oh, I think honest, me and Rick are very similar. I think we print a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, honest, honest question: Do you think the majority of 3D printers, we all, you know, all four of us, we've been doing it for a while. We're all pretty knowledgeable. We've all got. Do you think the norm in the community of 3D printers is just printing uh, as a like a D- printing as the hop? Like that's what you do. You just kind of find things that you like and become printing. Print and print and print, and the painting may never happen. <laughs> um, uh, probably I, for some people. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, they're like there's new there's new STLs out every day, and they're and it, the, the quality of them obvious. keeps oh yeah getting crazy. I, I also have a full shelf of uh, every X Men character probably ever created with about five different Sentinels that I'll never. Well, I'll probably hopefully paint some of these, but probably never. I'll probably want to reprint them all because I have a better printer now. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in like from a hobby perspective, like I haven't painted any of the Dead Zone uh, STLs from the vault yet. I printed a ton of them. <laughs> How many Goblin Snipers did you print? Oh, I forgot you could print eight. Yeah, I might print, print one of those that somebody was doing at a large scale. I might do it as a statue, a nice yeah. goblin sniper as a statue. <laughs> I do have a uh, subject or no, a uh, howlet. You know, the yep. ones they use for, for trophies. trophies. I may have stolen yep. one of them and have that on my shelf. So I need something to come, go with it. <laughs> nice. I do. I wish the 1A was uh, it wasn't digitally sculpted. So there will never be a yeah. uh, STL of the 1A. 
It was mm-hmm. it was yeah. old school sculpted. So unless someone scans it, it's never going to be a uh, STL. The new one will, but the old one cannot. Yeah. What have you been working on, Brian? Uh, well, uh, I've in part of the 3D printing side of things, uh, I've been slowly building up my my uh, the Corvus Paint Pal Studio, uh, which is the the paint racks and everything. Jack. Jack, do you hear the shill? Look at this. Okay, the paint, Come on. See, we get the I, point. I'm, You're sponsored. I know. I'm right now looking at the isolation protocol bundle. Uh, it's a digital S- oh, SDL Rob's going to love it printable. when we get to talking about what I've been doing for yeah, hobby. Yeah. Then. But uh, uh, <laughs> you're saying there's a painting rack as well on uh, yes. yep. GameTerrain.com? I believe you can get to it from the home page. Or I don't know if the paint... Uh, Pal Studio is up yet. I don't think that's up yet because it's still um, fulfillment from the Kickstarter. And he's yeah. still working out some of the bugs. Uh-huh. Yeah. It takes a bit to get his Kickstarters to his website. Uh, he does have the uh, Paint Pal Studio has late pledges available on his website. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, once that goes through, it'll be on his website. Yeah, yeah. I, my my printer has been kind of limping to get uh, some of those pieces printed for me. Uh, I, it's been really under extruding on me and clogging up frequently and i'm not it's entirely the, uh, sure why it's, it's probably the uh the um actual i forget what do you call it in that stuff it's not resin what is it the filament. 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 filament yeah it's the filament itself like i i used to when i used to have a fdm printer until i burned it out <laughs> even if i bought the exact same brand mm-hmm. every filament i had to redo the temperature Recal- it was, recalibrate it almost every yeah, single time yeah there was yeah. there was so much I, I, people complain about how much trouble resin is. Resin's messy, and like you can get you know resin all over yourself, which sucks. But, but it's pretty much point and play. It's point. Yeah. And, it's point and click. Yeah, you just put it in there and it's done. Like where FDM, it it was a lot safer. I burned myself quite a few <laughs> times, but but uh, at least you wouldn't uh, you know get well, toxic. It, it, of- it was definitely that thing where it's like leading up to because we were doing printing all sorts of stuff for Adepticon, and I was doing the. The PayPal travel kits recently, I did a whole mess of those and like things were going like really smoothly. And then all of a sudden it's just like, I'm going to stop working now. (laughs) Have you changed your, you've changed your nozzles all the time, right? Not frequently. This, this would be, I used to buy them in bulk. (laughs) The second or third nozzle. I think I have a spare. It might, it might, they're so cheap. I think I could buy like 10 for like two bucks. I think I'm at that point where, cause I did just change the fan. Uh, Actually, I I replaced the fans. Uh, so they were they're quieter now. Um, That's nice. Yeah, but uh, long story short, uh, slowly getting into to 3D printing. I've been I've been designing 3D files uh, more. Yes. I, I've been messing around in Tinkercad, um, which you have only heard about if you listen to the very end of the last episode that I was on. <laughs> um, but uh, Rick was just showing off there for the listeners at home. Uh, it reminds me of like a. A G.I. Joe, like as a kid, you get like a G.I. Joe walkie talkie. Exactly. That's exactly what it looks a, like. A little handheld radio, yeah. uh, Dead Zone it's the so Podcast awesome. uh, travel kit. Paint it green and put a little G.I. Joe symbol on there and it'd be the Dead Zone the Podcast G.I. Joe kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what what is, uh, for those listening at home, our, uh, our listening audience, what is it that you designed that uh, Rick has printed and has uh, shared? photos of on facebook <laughs> but uh those of uh at home that may want to know what what is it we're discussing 
Sure. So it, it's a little travel kit for uh, playing Dead Zone. So it's a place where you can put your dice, your tokens, and, and everything like that. Uh, in some cases, you might even be able to fit your, your strike team uh, inside there, though I cannot confirm that because my printer has been spazzing out and I haven't been able to test the height. <laughs> Definitely can't do it at the size I printed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rick, Rick no, it's resize. A little a little smaller. Um, but like the 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 full version is is like probably about a tablet oh, a tablet in oh, size. Cool. Um, and, but it, you know it's something to to be kind of a little kit. You can magnetize the lid onto it. And you could even uh, use it as a dice tray. I think you probably then if it's that big. Yeah, it's uh, yep. you probably could. I didn't make the lid deep, so it'll, it would just be you know dice thrown in. Uh, but I did also recently do another version of it, which is uh, set up for firefights tokens, i.e. the giant three by six inch smoke screen <laughs> can now mm-hmm. fit in it. Um, but it, it's just something I've been uh, tinkering with. I did some dreadball uh little pieces uh for fun and uh it, basically all the talk about what's going on with the mantic vault just kind of got me inspired to to do some some sci-fi stuff and figure out how to use some software so 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 when is the uh deads on the podcast uh stl patreon going live <laughs> yeah for uh, uh, uh my mini factory perhaps is, is it going to be on there the tribes I think. well the tribes, it's funny yeah. that you say that the bright price point what's what, what's going on here how are we going to make right? sure uh it's it's not live yet so it's it's going to be going up at least the best it'll be alive yeah by the time this episode comes out it will be live is that uh on cults 3d uh because mm-hmm. it's free to sell there um just uh we put it up for for both versions of the kit uh you uh, for eight dollars, because hey, uh, or eight euros, I guess. Uh, because hey, eight euros. <laughs> hey, we're throwing D8s. Uh, it's it's a theme, and uh, and you know, hopefully people, you know, if you're interested at all, uh, go out and check it out. Um, you know, it. it I hope it, the links will be in the show notes. The links will be in the show notes, <laughs> and uh, and it, it's just it's just a, a fun little thing, uh, and it helps kind of support the show in a little way. So that's always fun. And uh, as a last, yeah, I'd like to say people don't realize this. There's a reason all of our shows are now on YouTube because yeah. it costs money to do podcasts. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I lost a lot of money doing this podcast back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we hear you yeah. there. And but, what 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 is what, what did you call it? Like, what is is it a a container? What 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 did you name it? Sure. So the the official name for it is going to be the Dead Zone, the podcast travel case. Nice. Oh, okay. What's the account? Is it you have your own private account or is it Dead Zone the podcast account? Uh, I have it as a my private account, which is Archimize Maker. Because um, it's really easy to spell that. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why it'll be in the show notes. Case. <laughs> but yes. uh, like I said, uh, it, we'll be we'll be uh, posting that out there so people can see it. And my account will also have a lot of the the Dreadball stuff, and I've been. Messing around with some Kings of War movement trays and uh, stuff like that. And as a last piece of hobby for me is that uh, Rick had printed me uh, the GCPS medic, and I got around to finally painting him uh, into my, my pictures. Also on your Facebook channel, I believe. Yes, my our Facebook yep. channel. <laughs> yes, and, that didn't and, sound like very old, like 
like a grandfather <laughs> explaining uh, <laughs> that, that them their Facebooks. Yes. Right? Yep. On the inner tubes. Thank you. And, uh, th- and those pictures will also be in the show notes as well. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Wow, you so have pictures in your show notes? Been doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, designing is. Uh, I, I've designed bases for uh, ships in Armada. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a it's a start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's about makes sense. Oh. Jack and I were making. Uh, we were designing uh, some some light stands, but uh, it was a pain in the butt. Mm. So. How about you, Rick? What's been on your hobby table? Well, um, printing a ton. <laughs> um, so here in a little bit after we do this, we actually have we have a little gift raffle thing kind of going on. Uh, so I printed up some stuff for that. Um, paint wise, I've been working on my Phoenix for nice. What are they called? Salamanders. Salamanders. Oh, salamanders. Where, yeah, what's is that? It, is that is, printed? Uh, this is the Basilian uh, Phoenix. So, so it's the Armada scale. scale. <laughs> Yeah, I, I blew it up for the Salamander Army. I have um, can I can I just say Basalian just so we can get every pronunciation of that the uh, basil, of, the of that word in that, <laughs> that I hear every. <laughs> uh, I just want to, for for our viewers who aren't actually viewing us. This is the size of what that thing is supposed to be, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so Rob, you just held up to compare what Rick held up, knowing that. We couldn't see Rick's, and now you're doing the scale model of yours. So other than, uh, you know, Brian and myself. <laughs> you can, you yeah. can screen cap that. Screen cap it, Brian. Okay. <laughs> we'll yes. see. Um, Post in the show notes. So the, other thing, uh, the other big thing I've been working on um, is actually our second sponsor for the what? podcast. What? Uh, Two sponsors? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, here in Houston, Houston Robin Jack, Acid House Terrain. Nice. Like acid, acid House? House. Acid House Terrain. Check it out, Jack. Um, okay. So it's cardboard <laughs> scenery, and it's all city built. It's... You guys are on here, and we'll get some pictures of it. Yes. Um, you have small buildings. I guess that would almost be like an outhouse size. Um, Again, you're holding up. Yep. It's for you. He said he's posting pictures. Yeah, he's posting yes. pictures. I was just going to narrate. I was just going to, uh, for the audience Jack, at home. Jack's trying what, to get back we, into that the showman. You know? um, <laughs> you could have uh, listeners with a viewing disability. So Jack is correct. That's good. Yeah. And, That's uh, true. And also, uh, as long as uh, it's on the Dead Zone podcast, we get a cut. So it's in my best interest <laughs> to make sure that uh, you do. Huh? Yeah. So well, what's all the fees? Has <laughs> sponsored us um, for the podcast with some scenery, uh, and also one of our firefight tables at the Michigan GT. That's nice. awesome. Very nice. It's... Acid House, and it's a cardboard constructible scenery for yes. For uh, and, and it's going to be on a, a firefight table. Yep. Okay. Is it uh, nice. stuff you can fold away after you're done with it? You don't have to keep yes, it folded. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah that's it awesome. comes with a box. You like, can fold it all up and put it back in. It's pretty nice. We have uh, we have some of the really old stuff which didn't work as well, but I'm sure that they've the technology's changed since then, since like oh, yeah. ten years ago. But uh, it's 
yeah, it was always good that you could just fold it away. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. to, because with it, as much as I love the dead zone terrain, it is a pain in the store. <laughs> yeah, as Jack knows, because yeah. it's all at his house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's like so much easier, especially to travel, like that kind of stuff. It's I love the folding oh, yeah. terrain. Thank you for that one. So now that we're moving on. Nobody will forget <laughs> So, so uh, I think with that, we're going to wrap up the hobby table section. See, see, Jack, they're getting rid of you now because you did that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but After we, this brief ad, we're going to, what happened to Jack? Oh, he, he went back to his anymore. home planet. Yeah. <laughs> Jack died along the way to the home planet. Games Terrain coupon code for this month is DZ Podcast June. All one word. Use it at the checkout for 15% off your order. Hey everybody, this is John Jack from Crippled Fox Gaming, and you are listening to the lovely and talented Rick and Brian on Dead Zone the Podcast. So, <laughs> so, uh, with this being, you know, 10 year anniversary, uh, we, we maybe have, have hinted at earlier, but we are also doing a, a raffle uh, contest here for uh, giveaways that we have for the show, uh, some of which was, was donated by uh, Mantic. Uh, they provided us with a one of the new Jack. two-player starter sets. Jack, what did we ever get from Mantic? Not a <laughs> thing. <laughs> we didn't even get, like, people know, knowing who we were, let alone getting starter set sent to us we'd have to steal stuff from pat that's the only thing we got free <laughs> to be fair i went up to pat and said hey can we have this for oh so you did steal from pat too okay at least okay, that okay. Going as long on. as okay, it's the same <laughs> the same <laughs> breach of security yeah. Same, yeah. same route okay. same route we accept hey, that. Pat, that's, we that's need good. this we're taking this yeah perfect yep but we do that's have good. we do have some other goodies here uh, and so yep. uh, for for those that uh, maybe missed it, what it was is we had a, a post go up on our social media that was if you like, comment, share, uh, you know, we we would enter you into this drawing, and uh, we had a huge uh, response from that, uh, especially the pictures. We asked people to post pictures of of some of their favorite minis uh, from Dead Zone, so there were some a lot of really cool things that came out of that. Um, but so, and, and I've got I've got a list of like 138, I think, uh, uh, names on this list with a random number generator. I, so, I do hope that you, whoever you pick, is not from a foreign country for your for your budget. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think we'll do it backwards. Yeah. We'll lead up to that two-player start box. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So the first thing we're gonna draw for is. A classic unopened box of Reb models. What? Brian's what? been Brian's been hoarding those. <laughs> not this one. That's that's why this is coming to Rick's. Not this one. That's um, why that's it why it's actually getting booster. sent out. Otherwise, Brian would just take it. Coincidentally, the person who wins this one, his name is Ryan Bovac. <laughs> Just ha- happens to live know. in Michigan. What a huh. coincidence. Yeah. I'll just deliver it. Rick, just come to my house. I'll deliver it right to him. I could have predicted <laughs> right? this. 
uh-huh. and so with that, uh, so yeah, we'll do a random number for the Ravage Booster, and the first one will be Todd Johnson, number 109 in my list. So this he was somebody that chimed in on uh, the I think the Dead Zone Facebook group. Yeah, so nice. so we will be reaching out to you, Todd. Uh, you to, better write that down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's somebody write this down. Name. Yes. Todd Johnson. Todd Johnson. We need we need this fire put out quick. I know who to call. Contact Johnson. Speaking of fire, Johnson. The second (laughs) the second uh, giveaway that we have is actually some 3D printed. You threw us under the bus, Jack. (laughs) Uh, I told him how lonely I am. I don't get to perform, and it's I'm sorry. You had a whole routine about Todd Johnson. My there. wings have been clipped. I'm <laughs> sorry, Todd. Didn't you I? could have had a, a, a small, a small skit in your honor. Um, that would yeah. be better than the Rebs. I, I saw, I saw a segue, so I was gonna <laughs> go with it. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't deny a good segue. I apologize. That's all right. Continue. Uh, Whatever happened to segues, eh? Uh, the guy who invented <laughs> them, I think, rolled off a cliff. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I'll try not to cut you off, Jack. I do apologize. I didn't mean to talk over you. So, uh, for the next one, we have some 3D printed firefight goodies. Uh, and what they are is um, a gentleman by name uh, Dan Batch on Thingiverse had, had designed up uh, basically a, a lot of the tokens and icons and stuff for nice. firefight. And so we have a set that we've collected and, and uh, printed off to, as a giveaway here. And so that person is going to go to. I'm going to do it. I one like more it. Time. He refuses to put in a drum roll into the thing as post production. So he's just drum rolling with his mouth. And <laughs> sure. it work. ran into one of my labels. And so I need to do it one more time here. Luckily, <laughs> gotta... it's not live. We can edit all this out. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, drum roll. Keep keep it going. Keep it going. And <laughs> we have Andon Asset. What? Andon <laughs> Asset. Uh, he was one of the, the folks that uh, was on the, the original post on the Dead Zone the Podcast uh, page. Oh, so he's, he's an actual fan. That's good. Yeah. Yep. And so number 29 in my list. He or she. <laughs> We're being sexist. It's a he or she. We don't know. Yes, they. Andin could be a girl. Uh, so, so Andin, you are going to be uh, receiving the firefight uh, goodies. So hopefully that helps, uh, you know, makes makes your firefight games a lot more fun. And so, lastly, the Dead Zone two-player starter set, which I have. I don't even have. I don't have this, by the way. Right here. Yeah, no. Look at that. It's the, See, we got the sticker on it. The Plagues versus the Asterians. <laughs> I like how he's showing it to nobody because nobody can see this. So. <laughs> well, you know. All right. And so that is going to be going to... Let me refresh the page. And do your drum roll. And do your drum roll. <laughs> Matthew Cross. Congratulations, Matthew. You are. We used to have a fan on our old show called Nicodemus Sandberg. And we always said he was a vampire. Now we know who the vampire hunter is. It's, it's Matthew cross. Matthew cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
please, please, sir, can I do a skit about Matthew Cross? Just maybe just three or four minutes. By all, by all <laughs> means, forget. Jack, go ahead. I'm assuming you're talking to me. <laughs> well, the new you're in charge master. now. Yeah, you're the new yes. taskmaster. <laughs> Jack? And that's, and that's the skit. <laughs> we were waiting for the skit. Apparently the skit's over. Oh, okay. Imagine this. In the in distant past. In a world of vampires, stalking man, a full moon on the horizon, and in front of it, Nicodemus Sandberg. (laughs) Humanity is dead, but humans still live. (laughs) Insert music, you know, you can do the post-production. Yep. (laughs) There you go. If I go much longer, Nintendo will sue. So. Oh, oh, okay. Was that like an awkward time? Yeah. Congratulations. The two player starter set. It must be nice. (laughs) Yes. That is. Even just a cursory look at what's in it and what uh, you're getting, that is a that is a dope prize, Mr. Yeah. Cross. You are going to be uh, very happy with your new your new plague versus Asterians. Yes, crisscross, applesauce. Does he, does he wear his, all his clothes backwards? Oh yes, uh, makes you want to jump. Is that what the that the other song was? <laughs> I don't know. on the playground. Yep, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We just insulted your winner of your game. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Welcome to well, Dads on the Podcast. <laughs> you, you can soak up the tears of our insults with your uh, new two-player starter sets. <laughs> yeah, post a picture and uh, you can uh, rub it in our faces. That, yeah, uh, just give us the – post a picture of you holding the box, giving us the finger. That's what we want. <laughs> yes, just uh... – Please don't share that on our page. <laughs> yeah. At least with the, oh, yeah. the finger part. Definitely if you share are, feel free to show, you know – Show the uh, the game set uh, once These you get Puritans, it. come on. Don't play by their rules. <laughs> yeah, break the rules. Be on Team Jack and Rob. That's right. Get we naughty. We don't need no stinking rules. Get, get, <laughs> get <laughs> dirty. Sounds quite rebellious of you. Uh, oh. Join the oh, rules. No reds. <laughs> no reds. Woot. I'm All not right. stepping on that segue. <laughs> So with, fall off a cliff. with that, <laughs> I think that'll put a, a cap on our show. So thank you uh, all for joining us on our the 10-year anniversary of Deads on the Podcast. Rob and Jack, thank you guys so much for joining uh, us. Thank you so we, much we have an for announcement being on here with us. Do you guys have we an have announcement? announcement? What? Yeah, we're going to start a new podcast called Podcast the Dead Zone. And it's <laughs> going to uh, we're going to start at uh, episode 101. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, we, uh, we do have an announcement. <laughs> uh, we are taking the podcast back. Uh, <laughs> Brian and uh, Rick are handing it back to us. And uh, starting uh, every uh, the 15th of every month, it will be Rob and I have returned. We have uh, we have the old theme. We're going to uh, dust off the old man. It does the uh, the uh, interstitials. It's well, a, we, we might need an AI version because, uh, sorry to say, he's no longer with us. But uh, we can get we can get the AI version of Wintergreen. What? Why didn't you? T- oh, sorry, Jack. I didn't. Oh, I didn't mean to break it to you this way. <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry. He still yeah. he still lives on uh, in the the intro of every episode here. Oh, yeah, he's still in our hearts. Don't yes. worry. But that's he's, right. He's also in the ground. So <laughs> crickets. <laughs> Something. He got it. He See? got it in there. That's how we go out. There it is. That's how we leave this show. Uh, so thank you guys so much uh, for for Rob. Turn your camera back on. Uh oh. Uh oh. This, that was the, the second halted attempt at ending the show. Um, I bet you there's a full <laughs> bladder or a, you know a, an annoyed wife in the background, and Brian's trying his best. But uh, at least his, uh, if you watch Mobile Armor Radio, the last uh, when we filmed, uh, his cat was trying to kill him. So at least that's not happening. Yeah, time. yeah. Oh, she's actually in the room, just sleeping over there. So this time she only when we talk about Max does she try to jump on your yeah. screen and cause an earthquake. So. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we're trying to ignore it we're trying to like not say anything but it's happening <laughs> so so with that you know feel free to shout out once again any of the projects that you guys have going on such as mobile armor radio on youtube it's spelt as you we say it mobile <laughs> armor radio it's about mechs if you like giant mecha and anime and battle tech and all the other various things please come watch brian and chopper and i talk about mechs and jack what you're on a show too where you're gonna actually say the name please uh the dragon's tome where we go uh in numerical order starting at number one all the way to whenever it ends dragon magazine <laughs> you remember dragon magazine with the uh with the dope covers and the uh all the information about the original dungeons and dragons well we're going and other games now yes we are going <laughs> from one to one seventy three, in which uh, that yeah. we. What Jack actually doesn't know how many issues there. Are. <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> Just at one seventy three, yeah, we... you guys are, are calling it. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the we're up into tone. the what the eighties now, aren't we, Jack? Almost ninety, I think. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's the bygone era of the weekly 80s, podcast. Right? It's a weekly podcast. <laughs> Where we were watching G.I. Joe and yes, yes, so this, uh, we're in 1984 right now, and that's that's heyday for G.I. Joe and yeah, it is. reading the comics and stuff. Man, I was I was right oh, there. Yeah. The Dark Crystal was uh, forming my uh, opinions on the world, and uh, <laughs> we had uh, the heyday of what I would say cartoons in general. Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. cereals, sugary cereals. That's right. Satanic Panic. It was great. Great times. <laughs> <laughs> the classic 1984. Yep. Well, it was, it's a, yeah, it's a lockdown memory late, especially if, uh, either for people who'd never lived it to have old people talk about the good old days or for people who lived it yep. to, to remember back when they, uh, had fun and enjoyed I think life. That's actually like, I think that's actually about the time that I actually started getting Dragon Magazine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's right around the time that I did it too. So I think we just recently just did the my first issue I owned. So there you go. Fun times. Anyways, if you're into uh, D&D or role-playing games in general, it's uh, – or art too. We always talk about the covers and the artists mm-hmm. and stuff too, which is fun. Dragon's Enough Tone about on that. YouTube. <laughs> on the YouTubes. What was that uh, you said, Rob? T-O-M-E. <laughs> what? Yes, not the Dragon's Tomb. It's not the no. dragon's bone. 
It's not. That's uh, that's Jack's other podcast. The, yes. Dragon's Tome. Yes. <laughs> like, like the yes. book. <laughs> not Dagon's Tome about the Cthulhu uh, monster. <laughs> no, that's another one of Jack's podcasts. He, he he claims he doesn't have podcasts, but he has a lot of podcasts. It sounds like you have quite a bit going on, Jack. <laughs> I do. I'm I'm a uh, very. Uh, full of of life vim and vigor i am not a withered old man who just uh, craves attention and will just keep talking and dragging something out as long as possible just so that uh, someone may or may not uh, listen that's right it's not like uh, rick is currently getting in trouble for being on the show too long probably <laughs> <laughs> that rolling pin to the head must have that would have rocked me to my core but he's, he's still he's, he's he's staggering but he's still standing yeah it's good for him yeah i'm proud of him no, it's a it's a good time. <laughs> yep. And with Anyways, that, that's a podcast, right? And with that, bombshell. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, have have a good night, everybody, and take care. Bye bye. Adios. Bye. That was it. We'll have to re-record that, right? That was just the test? Yeah. No. That's exactly how we do it. Yep. And this part goes into... (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We can't say all those bad things we were going to say then. Yeah, that's true. You can't, can't because Brian doesn't edit. (laughs) We can't spill the tea. The stories I could tell you. Stop recording. We'll see how that. See, we can't. Works. We can't trust to, to uh, stop talking because we never know what's going to be in here. You think it's a it's a ploy? He goes, "Oh, I've stopped recording now. Oh, look at that." So, no, guys, because so, there's this little thing up in the corner that tells us that he's recording. He's recording on two different things, though. I don't trust him. He's sneaky. We've already determined. <laughs> you never that. trust him. I, I don't. You'll I don't see how it's it's sneaky when I was upfront about how I'm recording it. <laughs> I, I, I was very clear at the beginning. I'm like, I'm going to be recording this way and we're going to try recording this way. We're going to find yeah. out late, later this was all live on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian, no trust Novak, strikes again <laughs> with his latest bamboozling of two idiots from Canada. Look at this. They're talking. They're saying stuff. What? Who says that about Chinese food? That's not right. Oh, boy. It's great having you guys on.